The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to the Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined with Mike and Ed once again. And I want to give a quick shout out to Tony V for doing that intro sure. and killing it at the two guys anniversary party last week. That was unbelievable. Yeah. My first it's one ever. comedy you, set there. You'd been gone. You'd gone there I've been before. for yep, a few years. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to expect. And it was... Above and beyond, every time you know, you talk to anybody about it, they say, "Oh, you have no idea. You got to go." Mm-hmm. And there's a reason they call it the greatest party in the cigar industry. It's, it's, it's very it's unique. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was watching the door. Um, <laughs> I, I, I misunderstood did, my no, duties. Nobody took the door, did they, Mike? Yeah, yeah. It stayed <laughs> so, on the So the problem was, is the way it was explained to me. Um, I'm not going to put the full blame on somebody else, but I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't ask enough questions. Yeah, there was um, there, there was, was a, a couple of people of a, that were in the VIP that that weren't really weren't supposed, really supposed to, be to there. but you know what? I was so, okay with them. So well, yeah, they were good people. They walked <laughs> they were, in, they were they were smiling, they they yeah. contributed to the party. Yeah. So if one of them walked away with a lot of money. So, so let's <laughs> let's talk about that. So if anything, I did the party a favor by letting them in. They they really brightened the room up. Um, basically I thought it was a guard in the bathroom, that wasn't the case. No. But it was a great party. Um you know, I thought it was a VIP bathroom. No, it's not no, no, no. VIP bathroom would be. Terrible. I get it. So next just, year, just a regular P bathroom. Next year, I'm going to be prepared. But Aaron, you, you, I was rooting for you because yeah, you were yeah. one of the finalists. Yeah, I was a what top five. I looked or over. So. I'm like, is he even qual? Like, can you win? I'm like, aren't you like? <laughs> kind of, I don't work here. I mean, you don't work here at all. But like, you're on the podcast. I, I didn't think. I'm like, yeah. well, oh, I definitely get, didn't get any favors because no, at all. I got knocked out. One without, one I got an ashtray. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, I forget who was saying. It, but you probably once you get to that point where it's right before I don't want to give it away. It's in Dave's book. Read read the book. Yeah. And anybody who did would have read the yeah, book would have won. Same, some it's same thing every year for the most part. It's uh, it was it was crazy. Yeah, I wanted I, got into I wanted it to too. take the money, but we all had to take the money. I didn't. Peter and, was giving. And me. I knew there was going to be holdouts, and so I didn't have my hopes <laughs> up by any means. I'm yeah. not necessarily. a uh, pessimist, but right. I do know what my odds were, and they weren't great. So you know, I, I, that was interesting because I was looking at your face too, and I noticed you weren't like I was looking at you. I was more excited than you were because I had no idea you had already been there, so you yeah. kind of got the concept. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten excited until I was like maybe final two or something, right. when it was really a chance that I would get something because I knew it was most likely going down. So when it ended up being the final four, we'll get to the cigar in just a second. But when it ended up being the final four, what what kind of annoyed me is there was one guy that was holding out, and yep. he had knocked. His him holding out had knocked a couple other people out of winning some Myself money, included, right? Myself included, yep. Yourself included, <laughs> and Would so two thousand dollars. When right? the deal was finally offered. They all four of them agreed to the deal. They picked out the next number to see who it would have been. It, been him, right? it was him. So yep. he played it perfectly. He would have been. And I was mad. I was hoping it was going to be somebody else. I mean, because yep. they took they took the money. They were getting the money. And, and you know but what? He was justified. Brad, nah, who's probably right. listening right now, was <coughs> here last week in Brad's studio, a good guy. and he would have won. Great guy. He would have come in first. So yeah, Brad. <laughs> Brad came with them. You know. It, it was a great time. Yeah. He had a blast, and it was good seeing him. He came in the sh- in the shop. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad he won. It was, he, it was somebody that was you know we kind of knew. So, so what's important about that party too is I did a hefty amount of weaseling in the party, mm-hmm. and, and what we are smoking right now, 
Um, these three cigars, the La Galera Anim- Animoy. 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 Yeah, sure. I heard like Leonard Animoy, so I should yep. just say Animoy. Um, it's a it's a project. All five of them are in the Animoy line, but it's the Four Winds or the Greek Gods of the Wind. And, all uh, five. So that's the Four well, Winds. The, there's, <laughs> no, there's the Four Winds, and then there's the Concept, which is the Animoy, right? Which is just kind of like a so covering name. So there would would there be a second another cigar on top of that? There's five. So there's Four Winds, and then there's the Animoy size, which okay. is the, 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 the main one, ruler which is kind of like a Toro. So Kinda. it's like one wind to rule four them all. winds in a gang. Right. So it's a regional release. Hold on. Yeah. So it's a regional release. <laughs> so we're getting two. We're getting the northeast. We're in the northeast. So there's the sounds north like some weaseling got that got that done there. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, so, it would have just been east or something. Yeah. So we got both of them, and then we get the Nimoy because I think everybody who has this cigar, mm. um, whether they're south mm. or west, which we won't be getting, um, they'll be getting the Nimoy. Because that's gets a it. generic over generic. It, it, it's the most standard size. I think it would be the number one seller anyway. It's like a nice. Toro. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I got the sizes written down here. It's yeah. So we're we're smoking the Urus. We're right smoking now? the Urus, which is the East, mm-hmm. um, the Eastern Wind. Uh, what they're saying, um, it relates to the Dominican Republic because the Eastern Wind in the Dominican Republic is it blows all the excess for, um, humidity out. Hmm. It it oh, some of the disease, some of the mold spores and the rot. It dries out. Dries out that, it okay. dries out the field a little bit and makes it. So that it you know protects it from a little bit of disease. Um, so it's kind of interesting to hear how the wind affects the different growing, yeah, yeah, um, you know, seasons like the northern wind that we have. It brings the moisture north, which is the boreas, right? right? Right around this time of the year, fall and winter, it brings it brings moisture. The it brings yeah, it brings snow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, want to say it brings but, moisture. Yeah. It's nice. Um, the cigar is delicious, but but I have to say we did notice, and and it's something to note that. My your cigars are less so, but mine is very spotted. It, mm. it looks like brindle. And these were like the samples that were handed out, right? They were samples that so, were handed yeah, out. So I maybe understand. it wasn't they picked the not the best wrappers to Possibly. hand out in samples, which and, and like makes a, some sense. Yeah, you know? so it's Connecticut Broadleaf, and we all know that that's very difficult to source yep. these days. So it's possible that these were just like kind of seconds that they're going to be handing out as as samples. But it was something to note. I mean, it's tough. Like that's how yep. tough it is to get Connecticut Broadleaf these days. Yeah, that something like this can like you know, construction wise, it's fine. Uh, it's just not the most uh, appealing, uh, you know, aesthetically appealing uh, wrapper. But it's you know, it's, nice and sweet, solid. Yeah. Taste wise, I mean, close my eyes, not looking at the thing. It's burning perfectly. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Nice stack on it. So, and it's nice and yeah, tight. There's almost, no flake. Almost dime shaped, but for sure, yeah, it's like a nice nickels. tight ash. I'm yeah, it's very, very tight. Like <laughs> very minimal flaking. Just breaks right off, nice and easily. Um, the draw is perfect too. Yeah. Overall, yep. great flavors. Um, this time of the year, um, I don't know if you noticed, but when you're outside, like it's kind of a different smoking experience, maybe mm-hmm. than you had all summer. You're um, drawing different air through the cigar, and it's kind of yep, which it, makes a huge difference. It really does. It really does yep. changes the flavor on a lot. At of the uh, anniversary party, I chose my cigars carefully about right. what I was going to smoke when because I knew as soon as everybody comes in, the whole room would be full with smoke. And so, if you re- a had a, re- a cigar you really enjoyed, eh, you probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. Get it because, done early. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I busted out the big guns early too. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just funny. Yeah. I think I ended the night idea. with the. Uh, me create a firecracker. I was nice. sitting with well, you're gonna, Steve Sockus. You'll still stuff. taste that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> nothing that was going to influence that flavor. It was a lot of smoke. All right, so um, yeah, so um, top five list is going to be things you would want to do if you have a nice humidor, if you have a collection. 
this time of the year, you know, the humidity is going to be dropping. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you might want to do, you know, some routine maintenance. So yep. you, usually we play this before you We're get gonna into it. We're going to do it. Let's do it. I, well, yeah, I know. I was setting it up. <laughs> I was setting it up. Whatever. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, I was trying to set it up, man. Like, yeah, but you don't get into the content before you play this. Makes a solid point. I, but I'm not good. You know, I'm new. No, but you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't use this as my first day line but, anymore. But you, you're getting better all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of which, let's go on. Top five list. So things you should do. You get a nice humidor. Um, you've got that's important. You know, in this time mm-hmm. of the year, like I said, every time you open it up, it's going to be a drastic change during the summer. Even the ambient humidity is fine. You can almost leave your humidor open. Yeah, and you got to make sure it's the seals are good. You know, if, right. If so number five thing you would want to do is you want to check your hygrometer batteries. Um, you know, probably just pop new ones in there. It's better off to get it done than just to wait for them to like kind of and then calibrate the it. You know what I mean. Uh, Digital, probably not as susceptible. I was going to say calibrate it too, and I was told I was crazy for that. You do that too? So I do it. It depends on the, yeah. the uh, If you trust it, right? If, if, they're if all it's an analog same, where maybe. it's like it doesn't have batteries, then oh. you definitely have to calibrate so it. I don't even I, trust an analog I just anyway. Yeah, no, I don't either. happened to get two new digital hygrometers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was curious, so I thought I would calibrate them. Right. Uh, one was off by 0.3%. Okay. okay. The other, other was off by 0.9. So, well, 0.9. Uh, that's, that's a percent. It's, yeah, it's not significant. And that was the salt test? Do you, you use the salt test on it? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I went with one uh, of the commercial okay. testing. Oh, okay. okay. So, so you went yeah, yeah. even more yeah, scientific. But I've, yeah. I've done the salt test. You know, it's just sort of you critical know, that you get the ratios yep. right on that. I think some yeah, people, like, you know, and you've mentioned it before, we've talked about it. Some people get so wrapped up in the humidity. Thinking that one or two points here or there is no, really going to like dramatically change the flavor. If you're around the 60s and like it's ready to ignite, you know, depending on the kind of tobacco, um, you know, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It'll smell and good. Well, the reality is, well. if you have a large humidor, which I do, yep, it's, I have two in there. It's quite variable in different spots Which in position, the humidor. Yeah. You know, that's it, what I was going to say. It can be as much as 3%. So mm. that's number four, stock rotation. The number four thing you should do yep. after you change your batteries, because, Ed, as you said, like me, I have the same kind of issue where I have different zones mm-hmm. um, in my humidor. I mean, it's a nice problem to have. I mean, depending on yeah. what kind of humidor you're working with. And if it's just a solid flat bottom, it's sure. like, well, nothing's getting down there. If right. it's too tightly packed, you know, if you don't. Uh, diamond crowns usually have like a grate at the bottom that kind of keeps them lifted. Yep, lower left, top or top right. I, I do that. You know, do that X. Mm-hmm. You know, reverse it. Yep, and just swap it them is, around because humidity rises for some reason. It doesn't really sound like it would, but you think clouds are in the sky. I mean, humidity's in the sky, um, and while it rises, it can escape your humidor. So number three is check your seals. Mm. So there's several ways to do that. Um, you know, look it up, check your methods. But basically, you're just going to be making sure. You have an airtight humidor mm-hmm. um, because every time you open it up, you expose it to ambient humidity. It's yep. going to have issues, but while it's closed, it should do its job by maintaining that. And seal. you know, check if, it. if you bought it and it was a good seal, check it after you've really like 
uh, seasoned it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like the wood stretches and stuff like that. So if that's not sitting quite right, yeah, it's going to affect it. And while you brought up seasoning, I'd also mention, uh, even though you might see people say um, you want to wipe down the humidor, yeah, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. When I say seasoning, it's not necessarily yeah. doing any special methods, but once that's, it's really into its paces of, it's surprising doing how its job. common that is. Is like the thing to do. You don't want to like really fully saturate the wood. No. You want it to have some capacity to absorb too. So you're putting your cigars in there, and they're kind of doing their thing. It's a nice environment. But you want the wood to have some capacity to absorb some excess moisture mm-hmm. from your cigars, too. So you don't want to so, soak them right Right. Away. If you saturate the wood, it does. You know, it won't be able to absorb anymore. Could and it also up. raises the grain on the wood. Mm-hmm. So it's like sandpaper against your non-cellophane and, cigars. You know, it, bad, that's bad idea. Don't do it. Another point that uh, if you're one of these people who, for whatever reason, doesn't want to invest in a good quality wooden humidor mm-hmm. if you're going some other route like the cooler you, door <laughs> well yeah people, i mean yeah. spend the money to get some spanish cedar yep. into that because yep. it really helps buffer the humidity yep. that's why i you know i also yep 100 percent. i make sure that some of the I, i'm fortunate that the some of the brands that i like make really solid wooden boxes that work really well in your mm-hmm. humidor and and the wood the whole point of it is that it, it breathes with the cigars, so it imparts, and you know the cigars kind of mellow out over time. If you're just looking to store your cigars, you don't need it. But if you really want to age them, if you want the tobaccos to marry, you need wood. I mean, yeah, well, it gives you that <laughs> that, that. that time buffer because it's like you can have humidity change yep. pretty drastically yeah. in a few hours, but the but wood's the wood, not going to move that fast. Exactly, it's like a sponge. And it's like a fail safe. The more you can have in the humidor, the better. So, on top of that, consider number t- number two. Consider upgrading your humidification unit. Mm-hmm. We just got these really killer cigar oasises in with Bluetooth technology. You don't <laughs> nice. even have to open up. Like I said, every time you open That's up, That's nice the new, to be able to check it without opening it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah every it's really low yeah. ambient humidity. You don't want to keep opening it up. It's like an oven, and you know. Or I think at the high end of their product line, they've got a Wi-Fi enabled one mm. that not only. So it goes straight to your phone wherever you are. Right, but it not only lets you check it, it lets you change the humidity level. That's That's next level. That's next level. If you have like a a full-size, you know, know, (laughs) just unit, then it'd probably be worth investing. For me, it's it's kind of overkill. I like the – I have one of each, a Bluetooth and a Mm Wi-Fi. The Bluetooth makes a lot of sense. I can check the humidity without opening it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not changing it every time I, I open it. The Wi-Fi might make sense if you travel a lot. Exactly, yeah. But you still need somebody on the other end to right. go resolve whatever problem yeah, you're Yeah, so if you're out of water, you're out of water. <laughs> like, well, turning it up is not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah I mean, true. there's nothing you can you do them. except no hum. Mm-hmm. My cigars might be growing mold. But you yeah. know what? I, I always believed an overkill is better when it comes to that. Because when I first got my – when I finished my humidor, I built mine. I, I went – cheaped out and got a small little humidification unit mm-hmm. just go over you don't want to have to be filling the thing a million times yep even if your sales are good the wood's going to absorb stuff yeah, and like just, you'll lose happens, some no matter what unless you don't smoke the cigars at all yeah, just open get it. a just get a big enough which is the other point unit. i don't know if it's going to be number one but it, in relation to that all right you don't want to have too few cigars <sighs> yep. you did it can i get a drum roll oh ed <laughs> number one Inventory. Mm-hmm. Check what you have and buy more cigars. You need it for half full. You need it half full. At it's got to maintain. You wouldn't put a single can of beer in a refrigerator and expect the refrigerator uh, to like maintain 
And again, like the Spanish cedar, it, it does help to regulate the humidity mm-hmm. within it. Yep, the cigar even better, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and don't overfill because if you, your no. cigars are pushing up against the humidification unit, you have issues there. There's a, yep. I, I try to keep my cellophane cigars in one place and non in another, so they don't rub against each mm-hmm. other. But the number one thing, like that, people will ask that I know. What do you do? Do you store them? Do you not? Storm as they come, you know, like mm-hmm. cellophane over here and non over there. Yep. The cellophane just adds another layer of protection. If you have a, an issue, it just it slows down the process of the cigar losing or mm-hmm. gaining the moisture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the other thing is, uh, and I was talking to Dave about it earlier. There's this whole myth around seventy no. seventy mm-hmm. being ideal. Well. It's not ideal. No, it's, that's, that's, it's generally safe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not going to cause damage. You're, not, you're probably not going to get mold, and you're probably not going to get tobacco beetles. You're also yeah. not going to get the proper flavor. And you're going to have a hard time keeping well, your uh, Maduros lit. Yep. It <laughs> affects know? burn quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some of the some of the thicker tobacco leaves really re- retain mm-hmm. the w- moisture, and if they're around seventy, you want them really more in the mid 60s. 65, yeah. I keep my if that's, I see sixty five, that's I'm happy. that's my golden number, sixty five. Yeah, seventy, I'm like, oh, that's hold on, I'll tell you what mine is right at the. Uh, <laughs> it's so sick. 60, checks on it, sixty five point eight. Like old Fod Freddy will check his um, you know, dog to see what's going on. Yeah. Ed, and Ed just goes in and checks. I'd run door. that a sure little lower, but that's on a higher shelf. When we move to the bottom yeah. shelf, I'm at uh, 62.9. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, too. So if you end up getting yourself a nice humidor that's big enough to have zones like Mr. Sullivan over here, you want to, uh, like, you know that different tobaccos react differently at different, you know, kind of humidities. So if you know you have a lower zone, you might want to put your thinner leaves up there. Yeah. Um, something, you know, higher. I mean, you rotate it depending mm-hmm. um, what tobaccos react differently to different kind of moisture. Like traditionally, like I've known that it's been a thing with Cuban cigars is you don't want them high. You want them in the low 60s. Mm-hmm. But with something like a Connecticut Broadleaf, like mid to upper 60s will be fine, yeah, yeah. right? And so it all depends. Although it may seem that I obsess <laughs> over it, the number one thing is don't. Yeah, <laughs> Obs- excessively obsess over it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to keep it within a range. Yeah, right. and and if you're always trying to compensate somehow, it's like, yeah, that's probably like, and you're causing any kind of fluctu- right. fluctuations just with your obsession. That's not well, you know what's thing. cool is like you look at how the Atabe and the Byrons are actually aged. Like they do that on purpose because yeah. that is actually, but over a long period of time as well. Sure, so. like who's to say that my screwing up constantly with maintaining my own humidity isn't right. doing the same thing? No, mm-hmm. no it's not. So no. you know, if, yeah, because if you're doing <laughs> it all within a week, yeah, like, no, no. No, why are these all cracked? If I, I see a humidity. <laughs> As low as 60 or as high as 70, then I'll do something. Mm-hmm. Anything in the middle, I'll keep an eye on yeah, it. But, I'm not going to worry You know, it. some people spend all day trying to get it to some arbitrary number. Yeah. I mean, you just got to know, you got to know your region, one, because, yeah. I mean, depending on where you live, it changes how you have to treat it. For me, I usually don't use a humidification unit, like a water-based one, in the in the summer, I only use it in the winter, and in the summer, I use two two way humidification because sure. it's, it takes those bigger swings. Um, it and I never have to you. add anything in the summer. So the summer, I mean, the whole thing is humidity. It's all measured in relative humidity, mm-hmm. and relative humidity is relative to the air temperature. Yep. So if a humidity, you know, if the air temperature spikes, the humidity is going to spike, and nothing is going to prevent that from affecting your cigar. So. One of the most crucial factors in maintaining a good humidor is just keeping the overall temperature kind of stable. Mm-hmm. So if you have it in a normal room, can, like 
uh, central air controlled room where you, you know the spikes aren't that bad, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, and you don't want a humidor, humidor sitting in the sun because no. that'll like cause a those fluctuations just on top of right, it. Right, basements are usually good, like a cellar or, or something like that, usually kind of stable Depending all on your year. Cellar, yeah. yeah, it's more or less stable. It doesn't go too high. Like it, it can maintain a little bit, but you just don't want those like leaving a travel humidor in your car with oh, with gosh. a bulb, like like any type of like any type of humidification in there. It's just putting yep. out more and more. Those cigars are toast after oh, a couple yeah. of days. I had a friend that b- pulled out a travel humidor that he's like, oh, that's sitting for months, and mm. each of the the cellophane just kind of like peeled the wrappers off. It, they were destroyed. Yeah, you try to smoke them. You're like, like, it's it's gonna be fine. I was like, I have some cigars. You have that. Don't smoke those. It's funny though because they, (laughs) if you try to light them, they light up right away, and you think, oh, it'll be fine. It tastes fine, and then like a a quarter of an inch in, it gets super sour and all that. It just starts to gum up on you. All right. Well, let's let's take a break. All right. Uh, When we come back, we'll continue smoking the Lagolera Euros. Euros, man. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurial tobaccos formed by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael.
Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Inejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Inejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking the La Galera Euros. I always want to say Eros, but it's, it's not. It's Euros. Yes, sir. Uh, totally different meaning on that one. <laughs> um, while we have your attention, go to Facebook, follow us at The Assholes, on Twitter at The Assholes, and on Instagram at Assholes Radio. All of them. Maybe we'll vote something. Eventually. Facebook too. <laughs> we got to get more interactive. We've got we've got listeners. I have people like um. Well, one of the best parts about being at the um, anniversary party, working it. Yeah. I would have rather have been you know attending, but mm-hmm. working it actually was pretty cool because people would come up to me like oh, I listened to the Ashles, mm. and it was cool. It was seeing that in person, but you know we don't do anything online. We're gonna get more into it. Yep. Well, I promise that'll be something I'll do. I don't want to put it on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, guy. <laughs> so while we're talking about the Euris size, like I said, all five sizes are named after the four winds and then mm-hmm. Animoy, which is the concept. Um, so this Euris is five and a half by 48. It's going to retail. Great size. Great size. <laughs> it's like a, almost a Corona. Almost. Yeah. It's like a half between a Robusto corona and a Corona. Gorda. Corona Gorda, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Corona Gorda. Halfway in between, right? Yeah. Good size. Sure. So it's tasty as all hell, and I think it's the proper ratio on this one for a rapid filler because yep. it's nice and sweet. Yep. The smoke production is great. It's not lacking in smoke production no. for the ring gauge. Yeah. And yeah, it's not a 
powerhouse spicy no, cigar. Nice it's mm-hmm. got a lot of sweetness. Yeah. Very yeah. smooth. It's shouted out with a little bit more uh, pepper and uh, yeah. you know, spice, but it's, it's kind of tied down a little medium bit. Medium at best. Medium, yeah. What do you think for a price on this? What would you pay for this? Oh, that's a good question. What would you pay? What would you say? Uh, oh, my gosh. If we're wrong, Well, knowing La, La Galera, it's probably not too bad. It's uh, not too bad. I, no, it's, I, it's $9. It's $9.49. So right around nine bucks, and it's, I mean, with the rarity of Connecticut Broadleaf, yeah, this gosh. tastes like Connecticut Broadleaf. It's sweet. It's nice. It's really good. Um, I would say that's fair, and and the blend is complex enough that I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I don't know if it's changed at all. It's, it's got some sweetness, got some rotiness. Nice. Um, it's pleasant. Yeah, kind of some uh, sweet pepper uh, right. going on. It's like a white pepper milkshake. It kind of <laughs> is like a little bit. You know what I mean? If you, it's it's thick and creamy. Type of uh, smoke, yeah. like it's on your palate, yeah. you can kind of still I'm taste it. I'm up with the creaminess, yeah. And then um, you get a little bit it's of pepper, like but it's not black, smoke, yeah. right? Um, I'm really digging it. You get the white pepper. I, I'd say that's a fair. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. White, white yeah, pepper milkshake. Sure, I'll I, go with I it. should yeah, get the know, harp. With I would it. never drink it. I don't know why where that came but... from. Right, no one would. But no. like, if you have like a vanilla milkshake and you would dip in your your um like fries into it. And then, oh, and you then do you, that with chocolate just, milkshake, first of all. No, so. but if you had the Wendy's <laughs> Vanilla Frosty and you dipped your fries that happen to have pepper on them, right? Mm-hmm. And then you kept kept on dipping in there and then you drank the rest of it, kind of taste what, what the finish on this is. Well, that would be black pepper. Have you been so, hanging no. around with Mr. Jonathan? <laughs> Probably yes. too much. Yeah. yeah, a little bit too much. <laughs> um, so we are getting this one at twoguyscigars.com, which I should say. Your local brick and mortar, um, their selection, if they carry it, will vary depending yeah. on region. Yeah. Um, but like I said, right now, you can go on to the number twoguyscigars.com. You can set yourself up for notifications on any of the sizes. You can be notified when we get any of them in. So like I said, we'll be getting three. We're getting the north, which is the Boreas, and that's a four and three quarters by 46. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's perfect because that's a nice dog walking size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be it'll be my go-to. Um, and we're also getting the east, which is the one we're smoking now, which is Euros, the five and yeah. Euros. Euros. Yeah, Euros. Yeah, yeah, Euros. No big deal. Yeah. Five and a half by 48, $9.49 for this one, or $166.99 for a box of 20. Mm. TwoGuysCigars.com. Check it out. Yeah, and I saw we just got in some Americans, right? Ooh, we super ooh, limited. I don't, I don't even know they if might we're have even been supposed gone. to mention that. I don't know. So if you happen to like be hearing this now and around the Salem area, Jeez. the ones we were smoking the other day, we got the Toro size of that in yeah. one box. That's how limited it is. Where yeah, and limited to two per person. Two, two per person. Singles. I, per I got person. my two. Yeah. Um, so, I smoked one of them. Keep already. your eye out, you know. Yeah, if you happen to be around the area, swing by. We might have them. If not, yeah. Eh. And if you're not on the email list for twoguyscigars.com, yeah, our loyal guys got the call. Get already, in on that, though. yeah. So they'll they'll be heading <laughs> soon. They'll be gone soon. So if you're around, swing by. If hey, not, too bad. Mike, do you know what time it is? What time is it? Oh, well, Freddy? it's time. I should know. Once again, to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy, brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. <laughs> This is Old Fat Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days, when life was simpler and cheaper. Apparently, as a baby boomer, I'm supposed to hate the millennials. <laughs> I don't even know who or what they are, but I'm a fair-minded guy. Usually I don't hate anyone until after I meet them. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. 
I was a people person one time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me that. I get. Uh, I keep busting his chops about that too because, like, yeah, he said to me, "You you didn't know me when I was a people person." <laughs> I feel bad because when Freddie gets frustrated, I like I want to help him out and have him not be frustrated. I'm like, "What can I do for you, Freddie?" And he just drops bombs. F F F F. Like, and no one's in the store with setting up and stuff. I feel bad. You for can him. tell he works in a cigar shop because he doesn't know what a millennial is. So. I don't. So I didn't think I was a millennial. There's but a few like, around, but you don't you don't see them. You don't see what people complain about millennials in a cigar are you shop. You were well, millennials. Uh, I'm borderline at best. Yeah. I'm 84. Yeah. I was told I was a millennial. Yeah, yeah. I kind of missed just, what... just about. Yeah, it depends on the numbers you go with. Like I barely am on that. The threshold. girl, I'm, the girl I'm seeing is a millennial for sure. She's a little I'm younger. I'm so sorry. Than no, I know. <laughs> but she's she's awesome. She's great, great girl. I don't know why I brought that up. Just we, we, let you know. Nobody knows why. Maybe yeah. because she's listening. Yeah. I just want to say hi. Shout out. <laughs> well, Freddie's Freddie's the man. I, I was telling Freddie he wanted to hear how my date went, so I wanted to let him know it went, went well. It was a good. Yeah, if he's listening, yeah. yeah. Cigar is smoking great. We lit it up. I think we should start doing this more because we're into the cigar pretty heavy right yeah, now. Yeah, at that we're deep point into at least, it. Yeah. Exactly, it's delicious. Ash is holding up really well. If you care, right? The uh, date of birth for millennials between 1981 and 1996. Really. Yeah. I thought it was Depend, like depends generation on the numbers you go with or something. What's well, generation it, X? Generations no? are tough to really pin down because it's based on when people are having babies. So it's right. like, but as a kid, I used to listen to Pink Floyd and stuff. Like I, I feel like mentally, I'm in a different generation yeah. than maybe I, I should be. Did you take a lot of acid as a child? No, no. Did Never you get did. a participation trophy? No. So you're probably not a millennial. No. I see. That's the thing. I. I well, and did you participate? I, yeah. <laughs> I suppose oh, yeah. that's another factor. No, I no no video games during the week. We all just left the house and we mm-hmm. came back kind of when the lights came on. You know, I lived in the city, so when the lights came on, you better start hustling it back to back to the house. And if you didn't get home, you wouldn't go out the next day, and, mm. and that's the way it was. Oh, so consequences. That's another one. Right. So, yeah, probably not all millennials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no helmets. <laughs> Just going to group them bikes. all in together. And so that's why I think We I probably don't have that many millennial listeners, so I'm not going to worry about offending too right. many people. But. but it had such a negative connotation. I'm like, I'm yeah. not that guy. I wasn't. You know, I used to run out of the house five bucks in the pocket, have a great day. <laughs> um, what, what do you say about, you know, so far? What, what are you thinking? Well, not even so far. We should a start thinking about rating this. Yeah, we well, already there. See. Really, oh, we're getting one. there. Hmm. All right. So, who wants to go? Because oh. I'm, 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 I'm going back and forth. Oh, so you're going to just copy what one of us say? Okay, I see I'm just going to try to be right and just do the quick math in my head. Um, I can start. I'm going to go with a 92. Uh, I think right. the the flavor's solid. Not a whole lot of transitions going on, um, but still, the, every puff is enjoyable. Uh, construction is perfect. Uh, you know, solid ash, nice firm cigar. Um, despite the wrapper issues, which I mean, it's just aesthetic. And again, these are samples, so you know, I'm not going to hold it against them. That's why I'm going back and forth. But yeah, I think yeah. it's a solid 92 for me. So this is not a cigar for me. You know, it not just sure. uh, it doesn't have enough strength for me. But it's very well constructed. Mm-hmm. The flavor on it is good. I think it's a solid 90 for the right person. Okay. I agree. It's really nice and flavorful, but it doesn't have that little extra pop that like I would normally reach for if mm-hmm. I'm reaching. But that's kind of welcome too because there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of mild smoking guys out there that might want to try something different. See, if it was up there. to us, 
Right. Mike and I throw a little Pennsylvania in there. Oh, a little Lajero. <laughs> it hair. would be perfect with a little bit, but yep. this is very much in the La Galera um, line. Mm-hmm. I was thinking whether or not I should should mark it off for the wrapper issues, and I'm not even saying it's – it caused no issues as far as flavor. Yeah, flavor-wise, performance-wise, performance no. All right, so I'm not going to – I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt based on their history of having great cigars yeah. and always looking good, good have, that this is a sample. I don't think we got the boxes in yet, right? So No, so no, and the bands, everything else about the cigar. And Very nice, yeah. I'm going to say they're all going to look good. So I'll, I'll, I'll take a 92 as, as okay. my score. Um, flavor-wise, delicious, great. Great kind of entry-level Maduro cigar for somebody that wants to try their first Maduro. It's light as far as nicotine. I, I'm feeling no buzz. It's consistent flavor-wise to allow you to go back on another puff and say, "Was that what, what was that flavor? You can hit it again and then say, oh, it was this, and kind of nail it down and, and get more flavor notes. It's consistent like that. Sometimes a little bit of complexity can cause you not to kind of be able to pin down some of those flavor notes. Mm-hmm. So this might be a good one for a newbie. Um, delicious. Very All well right. done. Yeah, All right. So uh, it's probably what, 91 and 2 or something? Yeah, we'll go 91. Because it's, yeah, it's, it's weighted towards the 92. So We'll go 91. Yeah, very nice. Sure. Very nice cigar. I mean, I, it, it definitely fits in with their portfolio. It's not quite a La Galera Maduro. It's... Um, it's nice. It's very subtle. Yeah, for a medium smoker, it's it's great. I, I mm. tend to lean towards medium. I, I smoke all over, of course, right. but I do love, enjoy the spice and the complexity of each puff, despite the lack of transitions. I would so. say it's medium body, but you know, definitely lighter on the nicotine. I'm yeah, I'm not feeling yeah, much. Yeah. But it's, at it's at first, we really were wondering it's going to be like, oh, maybe a little bit more power, but strong. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah, it, first it lights out, can so. be. And that's another thing. Just give it some time. Yep. Always give a cigar enough time to, you know, impress you. Can't take one puff and say it's going to be an eight or seven. I, I've seen so many <laughs> like people. certain people that are experts that I'm not going to contradict. Oh, sure. <laughs> I couldn't believe when I went down to Jonathan's ashtray and he's doing reviews and he's like a quarter of an inch in and and, there's, and he's done with the cigar. I'm like, you gave that's it tough. no shot. To like, yeah. I mean, hey, that's important. Yeah. I mean, unless you're smoking a Robusto. Like a, if you buy a Churchill yeah. and you expect yeah, it to You have perform. to get down to that five-inch mark. Right. It, it eventually will get to a certain spot. It's more of a journey than than like a, just a, an immediate rush of flavor, mm-hmm. like a Robusto or something small. So give it give it enough time. Yeah. Don't be cheap. Allow the cigar to to do its best mm-hmm. and, and, and allow it to enjoy it to its fullest. I mean, you have a huge impact as a consumer on how you enjoy the cigar. Don't just try to look for faults. Do your best to prevent them and, and you know, enjoy your cigars. Stop complaining. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Assholes broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. You can download or share any of our past episodes at unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. Check it out. And if you're listening, you probably subscribe. But if you didn't, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now. And sure. we'll all be happier. All right, guys. <laughs> See you next week. Next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.